Pleasure to be here. Yeah, it's it's great to have you here. I'm glad you stopped by. So, um, you know, why don't why don't we start with um, you know, like telling the audience like a little bit about yourself. All right. Well, I was um born in Miami. Okay. Cause uh, uh, my mom's from Ecuador, and basically uh, they all moved to Miami. Okay. Uh, a lot of my family members moved to Miami, and uh, but I moved to Wisconsin like when I was three, so I don't really remember Miami. Right. And I grew up there. Okay. But four years ago, I came to Pittsburgh. And then uh, I went to high school in Pittsburgh, and I'm going to Mary Popper School of Music here. Okay. And I'm going to study here, and I'm probably going to stay in Pittsburgh for a while. I kind of like it. I'm not yeah. going to lie. I love Pittsburgh. Yeah, what do you like about it? Just the city is really cool. A lot of good food. I'm not hated on Wisconsin. I love my Midwest boys. I love the boys. I love all my friends down there. But uh, just like it's mostly chain food. Yeah. Like, Chain food and farm, farms and corn. Yeah, so nothing like real like authentic or like a lack of diversity. I mean, there's probably a couple good spots, but you have to like search really hard to find it. But Pittsburgh, I find there's just like a lot of uniqueness everywhere. Right. A lot of, it, not even just food, it's like with the people and the music and the culture. It's like a lot more, uh, what's the word? It's like colorful. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, and I totally agree with that, especially in the music aspect. I mean, there is such a... Like, Pittsburgh, I feel like, is a very gendered, fluid city. Like, we have a lot of different artists and a lot of different components that are also, like, working together to, like, really diversify. Mm -hmm. There's, like, a really nice... It's, like, a really nice, friendly culture. Yeah. Like, uh... Like, what's what's it called? The Three Rivers Art Festival? Yeah. I went to that for the, my first time this summer, and it was, like, the best thing I ever went to. Yeah. I mean, Wisconsin has something called Summerfest. That's pretty cool. That's actually really cool, but it's, like, the only thing. Okay, so, like, Pittsburgh's just, like, a more, like, community-based... Community-based, uh, I've just met a lot more, like, people who are open, open to talk, and, like, the restaurant thing, too, it's just more to do. It's cool. Yeah, I, I Lots of forests, I like walking, I like walking my pup. Okay. Yeah, I love walking my dog. Yeah, what kind of breed? Oh, he's a Vicente mixed with a Jack Russell Terrier, he's just a mutt. Okay. He's a mutt like me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Rescue? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Straight from the pound. Oh, dude, that's awesome. What are, what are some of your favorite holiday traditions that you grew up? Uh, I don't know. I guess for a while, uh, every New Year, we would go to New York to my one uh, uncle and aunt's house, and there would be like a, a party with the other half of my Spanish family that didn't move to Ecuador. They moved to New York. I mean, that didn't move to Miami. They moved to New York. Oh, okay. So like ha- Two of my aunts, I have four aunts in total and one uncle, so the uncle and two aunts live in Miami, mm-hmm. in the sh- like in the same house of streets that I lived in, basically. 
and then two aunts live in New York. Oh, okay. So then, uh, there's always a party at the one house, and we would go to there, like, every year. That was pretty fun. Yeah. That was pretty fun. Oh, that sounds awesome. Like, we would drive from Wisconsin to New York, so it was, like, a 12, 12, 14-hour drive, I think. But I like to drive, like, just chilling on the road. I would write songs on the highway. Oh, that's awesome. So, like, is that, like, something that you feel uh, helps you in, like, your creative process? Just, like, either being on the open road, kind of, yeah, or, like, uh, going on walks. Okay. Or, like, just, like, scenery. That's yeah. why I like the woods, because, like, being on the highway, there's lots of scenery. It, like, stimulates my creativity. Right. Just, like, that connection, like, to nature. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, who, if you could invite three people to dinner, living, dead, fictional, or real, who would it be? Paul Marley. Randy Marsh. From South Park. <laughs> yep. And, uh... And oh my God, who else? Who do we have? Bob Marley, Randy. Bob Marley, Randy. Randy Marsh. Who else? Mac. My, my brother. <laughs> Your brother? Yeah, my brother Matt. Dope. Yeah. A, yeah. He's gotta be with me if I'm eating dinner with Bob Marley. He's gotta <laughs> be there. He's gotta be there too. What 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 do you What would you do as a dinner? What would you What would you feast on? Ooh, I'd let Randy Marsh make up some creme fraiche. <laughs> you know that episode? Yeah, 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 that shit looks fire. Ooh, and then if Bob Marley was there, I'd have to eat, like... Because, like, Ecuador, a big staple in Ecuador is uh, platanos, but they're called plantains. Okay, yeah. If you're yeah. fried plantains. Yeah. I'm pretty sure uh, Bob Marley would enjoy some plantains. We'd get some, like, rice to go in, maybe some jerk chicken. Yeah. That'd be fire. Now, like, with something, like, you would put in, like, really into yourself... Like, I mean, I work at a pizza shop, okay. and I've been making pizza for, like, four years. Uh, Cardello's. Oh, it's yeah. a pizza shop in Moon. Yeah, I've heard of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just probably make a pizza. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what, what inspired you to pursue music? What got you into it? Uh, well, I started playing guitar when I was seven. Oh, I, uh, okay. Well, like, my brother bought it, but he, uh, he, like, got a guitar for Christmas, but he didn't take it seriously because he really liked football he was pretty good but uh he dropped guitar for like sports and stuff so uh i started playing his guitar and i like within like the first week i was playing like one by metallica okay. but not because like i was like good or anything i just like really really liked it so i just like practiced it a shitload right and then like my parents were like okay you like this we'll buy you a guitar and get you lessons so then like after like a year and a half, two years of, like, self-taught, I started taking lessons with this dude named Micah. Okay. And he was a big inspiration to me because he's, like, a real creative right brain type dude. Mm-hmm. Just really, uh... Like, outside the bar. Yeah, just really, really, really chill guy. And, uh, he was a big inspiration to me because he didn't only teach me guitar, but, like, he put me in a band when I was young. And he got... He, remember Summerfest? I was telling you about that? Yeah. He got us... I, I performed Summerfest four times. And it was, like, a pretty cool experience. There was a couple times. Wow. Summerfest was... How old? I uh, was 12. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it was pretty fun just being a guitarist up on stage, just a little gu- little homie. Yeah. Strumming. Stage right? Eh, no. No? Not with guitar, no. No? No, never with guitar. I love... Probably when I, uh... have my first, like, recital for the school music thing, because it's a little different. Yeah. When, when would that start? Uh... Sophomore year, junior year, I think. Okay. Yeah, this year we have juries. I already took that. But, uh, 
that would probably get stage fright for. I get stage yeah. fright in front of like the professors with the classical shit. I'm not used to this classical shit, but right. I get I'll get there. Now, is there any other instruments you play? I play uh piano and bass. Okay. I'm not the best at piano. I've been uh I took like one year of lessons and then uh. Duquesne, you have to take lessons. It's part of the like curriculum. Okay. So I'll be getting, hopefully, better by the time I graduate. Cause you have to be pretty nice, by you graduate, I think. Cause you have to take like four years of, four credit, no, not four credits, four, two semesters. So how many credits is that? I don't know. I'm new to college. <laughs> <laughs> um, like how many classes, would it be? Cause like each class is three four. credits. Four. So twelve. 12 credits okay, worth. so you have to take 12 credits worth of piano. Okay, wow. So I took a year of piano my senior year in high school, and then I'm going to get another four classes worth of it. Right. So, Like another, you can probably split that up every two years or do like mm-hmm. one. Is, and like then like obviously there's never, there's nobody stopping you from self-teaching yourself with like YouTube videos and stuff. Right. My one friend, Jacob, Jacob's saying he's like the best piano player I, learned, I know and he never took a lesson. Yeah, that's like my friend Danny Twig. Uh, he's at, he's uh, an ex-marine, and um, he uh, he self-taught himself piano, and, and like just like off of YouTube, like, and he's incredible. That's what I'm saying. Like sometimes you are your best teacher. Right. Absolutely. Now, would you say uh, Michael was like some sort of like a role model to you? Yeah, probably one of like my, if not like one of the biggest uh, musical inspirations in my life. Yeah. Now, alright, since it is Christmas time, top three Christmas movies. What's that? Christmas baby. So, like, Home Alone, Elf. Oh, movie. Sorry, I thought you said Christmas baby. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, ooh, ooh, uh. Okay, um, Home Alone, definitely. Classic. Classic, definitely. I don't know, I don't watch a lot of movies. Um, Home Alone. Grinch? Yeah, Grinch is good. And yeah. then some, some, some Dr. Seuss Christmas special. Oh. Yeah, the Dr. Seuss. <laughs> some Something like that. I, like, I remember watching some in elementary school. Yeah. On, like, the old, like, big boxy TVs. Mm-hmm. Probably with a VCR because, like, they still, like... Yeah, Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Stetter, my first grade teacher. I don't remember really what it was called, but it was, like, a Dr. Seuss Christmas special. Best Christmas present. First guitar. No, no, my second guitar, but my first, like, good guitar. How old? Uh, fourth or fifth grade. Okay. Yeah. What kind of guitar? Um, it was a Les Paul Epiphone edition. It wasn't the Gibson, but it was still, like, pretty nice for, yeah. my, for the age. Yeah, absolutely. So, it sounds like your parents were, like, pretty supportive and, like, you wanting to be creative and, like, like, pursue this, like, musical endeavor when, like, your brother was off, like, doing something completely different. Yeah, well, like, my brother got good grades, and I never was the best student, honestly. But, like, because I put most of my time into, like, learning music, mm-hmm. which is why I got accepted into Duquesne in the first place, because of the school of music and stuff. Yeah. But, like, uh... Yeah, so, like, they definitely, like, supported it, because they saw that, like, if it was all I liked, and they knew I was going to end up going for school for it one day. Like, why Duquesne, like... You know, like, they're, like, Point Park, like, has a great music program as well. You know, did you, like, apply anywhere else, or were, was it just, like, you fell in love with, like, Duquesne? Well, here's the thing. Initially, I had no intention of going to, sc- no intention of going to school mm-hmm. at all. And, uh, 
I did like the Duquesne Music Tech program a lot and the classical guitar program because two years ago when I was like a junior in high school going into my senior year, I met this guy named Professor Kitka and he's like the the guy who runs music tech at Duquesne and I met him at a summer tech program. Yeah. And like the program he ran was really, really, really solid and really, really well structured and ran well and efficient and like it was only one week, but within one week, the stuff he, like, him and the guys who taught it were, like, able to teach, like, the 20 kids who signed up for it was, like, he taught us, like, a good amount of stuff. So yeah. I was, like, wow, these guys know their stuff. They're, like, well-educated. Right. So, it was, um... It sounds, like, very beneficial and, uh-huh. like, they were, like, really willing to, like, share. Yeah. And my mom works there and my brother goes there. Okay. So my name is, like, already in their system. Right. But, like, I wasn't, like... I didn't, like, really formally apply. Mm-hmm. But, um, uh... There's this thing called the Spiritum Program, and it's for, like, for kids, like, that may not have had the best GPA in high school. Right. But, like, we're, like, in Duquesne system or database for some reason, mm-hmm. and they saw our GPAs in high school. And, like, and, uh, saw probably, like, potential from, like... Yeah, it's called the Bridge, it's called the Bridge Program, if people know what the Bridge Program is. Um, yeah. It's, like, a, it's, like, it's, like, a summer course to help kids who didn't have the best grades in high school get accepted. So we all, uh... There was, like, a hundred of us who got letters in the mail from Duquesne that said, like, you're accepted into the Spiritum program. Mm-hmm. And, like, I know, like, me and all my boys, half of us didn't apply for it. So we were, like, super confused. Yeah. And my mom was like, you're going. And, like, everybody <laughs> else in my friend's mom was like, yeah, you're going to college. I was like, no, I'm just going to pursue music. And she was like, yeah, you can go pursue music, get an audition. So, like, I went, uh, I went to the Spiritum program. I took it when I knew I was going to finally pass, like, a week before because, like, there you could fail, like, you could potentially fail the spirit of program, like, it's not, like, a guarantee to get it into the school, you have to get the GPA they want you to get, you have to get, like, a 3-5, and type, like, a bunch of papers, so, like, I, de- I gave up, like, a full summer, yeah. it was a good decision, because I ended up uh, making contact with Professor Kitka, I got an audition to school music, and I got in through guitar, That's awesome. so, like, it was pretty smart, because not really have to take any classes besides music, like, maybe one core class a year, Right. so it's, like, pretty fun. Right, and it's, like, very focused, and it's, like, definitely probably, like, allowed your abilities to grow. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm getting taught really well through good program. Yeah, that's awesome to hear, and it's, like, you know, that's something, too, that, like, is really encouraging in terms of, like, why we need to fund it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not just at, like, the collegiate level, because, Yeah, like, the I arts feel, need to be funded. It's such a good thing. Right, like, especially down in, like, the, like, the lower levels, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, it's, it really lets people express themselves in a different way. Um, which, like, brings me to, like, you know, in, like, three words, would, like, how would you describe your music to somebody who, like, has never heard it? Um, different, uh, more, like, instrumental, definitely, uh, and good. <laughs> I I would agree. Thank, thank I would you. agree. The the new album, or what what would you call it? The EP. Yeah. The yeah, EP. just like a three little song project. Well, what it was was I just uh, I recorded like guitar for like, like just kind of like fl- flowed. I think I might have been in the same key the whole time. Yeah. Like uh, and then I just not I wasn't in the same key the whole time, but one song I didn't record. But one time, like the two acoustic songs on. I did it the same day on the same take, like, and I just split it up into two, and then I added, like, obviously, like, I did my overdubs, and I did my layers, yeah. and I did my vocal stacks. So, like, wait, you're saying you, like, later. rolled right into it? 
Well, like the guitar take I did like one time through and then like, but it was two different songs. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I yeah. took a break and then went into a different like melody, different chord progression. Right. But uh, then I split that up into two and then I wrote lyrics for it and did them both in the same day. It was like a Sunday wow. night and then I mastered them on Monday. Mixed, mixed them up and mastered them on Monday. How, how were you able to master them so easily? Just like, like good at sheet reading? Hmm? Are you like good at sheet reading? No, I mean like mixing it down. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, uh, like, uh, just the vocals and stuff. I did my, I did like my vocal stacks and stuff. Oh, okay. Mm hmm So like, in terms of like the audio, like engineering, like... I use, uh, Logic. Okay. Logic Pro, and what I did was, uh, so with the guitar tracks, I split it up into two, and then I'm, uh... I actually bounced one away, and then uh, I saved that and started a different song with that. Okay. So then I had two completely different songs. So then like I left one for later, did the vocals for one one take, not like one take obviously, but like I did the vocals for one, I had the track, and then I had like five tracks, and then uh, I didn't necessarily do ad libs, but I had it playing, and then um, when I got to certain parts I want, I say in like different vocal, I say the same line but in different vocal melodies to create chords. Okay. And then um, so I did that with the other five lo vocal tracks, and then I added the same compression reverb settings to all of them, so it didn't sound like cracked out reverb. Right. It was like a nice. I tried to like keep everything in check with the with the mass mixing. I didn't want to like add too much compression, too much mm -hmm. reverb, and then I put the classic logic limiter. On the master bus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love Logic. People hate it on that. I love Logic. I didn't add any production. It was just a acoustic guitar and uh, me singing. Wow. But I do a, I do do a stereo pair of mics on my acoustic guitar. Okay. I put one large diaphragm condenser 12 inches away from my 12th fret because that's like the sweet spot. Yeah. And then I put another one above it hovering around to get a bass capture. Oh, okay. mm -hmm. And then I obviously mixed them the same, same compression, same reverb. I don't want them to sound different. And but then I panned them. I put one to the left and one to the right, so like it it blends in your ears. Dude, it's I. I'll be honest. I didn't know there was that much into it. To yeah, like make yeah. It sound like the way it, like. It like sounds. in uh definitely in uh lonely I uh, I like took like a, three hours to mix the guitar in lonely. Like, after I, re like, the recording didn't take long. Like I said, I took one take, split the guitar in two tracks, and then, like, made their own two songs. But, like, I took, like, a lot of time in mixing the guitar in Lonely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, like, how long did this, this whole EP take you? Mm, 36 hours. From start to finish? Uh, yeah. Wow. Because the one song I did on a separate day, Hopeless... And then that took me like five hours total. That was, uh, I took my Telecaster and just plugged it straight into the focus right. Oh, okay. So like most engineers are probably going to hear the buzz. There's yeah. a little fuzz in there that I didn't even care to EQ out because I kind of liked it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, like, uh, the drum in there, what I did was I put an SM50 short, SM57 short under, under the mic. Okay. And I put a large diaphragm mic, like way up in my room just to capture like some airy lofty stuff and like make it like reverby see what it sounded like oh, just wow. like experiment that i just kind of like the way it sounded the drums in it though yeah and it was just like a ha african ham drum that like my dad got for christmas a long time ago because he's a percussion <laughs> he was a percussionist back in the day now is that like something that like led you into it like was uh, it just like something you were exposed to no because he uh he also gave it up for sports and then he went to actually ended up going to like the navy instead of anything oh, wow. so like no, there was like no really like instruments. I was doing my brother's guitar, 
But my grandma had a piano in her house. So, like, when I went to her house when I was a little kid, I definitely always played around. Yeah. I really liked it. I always just was really into it. And then when I got my guitar when I was seven, it was over. It was all I liked. And then it was just, like, from there on, like, no break. Mm-hmm. Wow. It was just, like... I mean, there was, like, a... I mean, sometimes, obviously, I had, like, some slack and stuff every... Every now and then got, like, caught up in, like, some other life situations, but that right. happens to everybody. Absolutely. Absolutely, it does. But it was basically all I ever liked, and all I ever loved, and all I was, like, folk, like, into, mm-hmm. basically. I mean, played basketball for a little bit, but gave up on all sports. So, I'm a, what I'm gathering from this is you write all your own music. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't really, like, I mean, like... There's, like, certain, like, very few people I would work with. Like, I did a song with Stoney. Uh, uh, but, like, there's very few people. Like, I usually just record it in my base, in my home studio. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, I'll record it at the Duquesne studio. And I just got, hopefully got swipe access. I got a, I got an A on the one part of the test. But I don't know if I got an A on the written part of the test. Just because okay. I'm not that good at, like, articulating my words on written paper. Right. So, like, we'll see. Uh, I like study, so we'll see. But hopefully I got swipe access to the Duquesne studio. That'd but, like, awesome. I like to, like, do it all on my own. I don't really, like, uh, I like to be, like, myself. Right, absolutely. I don't really, like, collabing. Well, I mean, your music's very authentic. Thank you. And, like, it, it is very personalized, and I feel like that speaks volumes of, like, your character, too, and, like, the message that you're portraying. And, like, you know, like I said uh, before the interview when we were talking, like, just how the internet has been so powerful and like you never mm-hmm. really know who's listening to your music. Yeah, it could be anybody. It's crazy. Now like, what like artist or group of artists would you say like you would compare your music to in like some degree or like, like get some sort of like creative inspiration from? Okay, uh, alright. My best friend in Wisconsin, Luke Espris. Okay. Um, probably one of my biggest inspirations because he's not, like, only a musician. He's, like, everything. He has, like, 5,000 paintings. He, like, has told me some of, like, the best stuff. Like, one time, like, uh, we were talking about, like, music and, like, like art and everything. And he was just, like, he just, like, gives me, like, some of the best advice. Like, this is Luke. This is his quote. This is not my quote. But, like, I use it sometimes because, like, when he said it, I was like, ooh. But like, like hit, that. that hit. He said, yeah. this is Luke Esper's everybody. He was like, I am a nature, I'm a vessel for the nature of creativity. And I was like, whew. That's, that's powerful. And like, you should see some of this kid's paintings. Like, and he's like, he's like two years older than me. I've known him since I was like four. Like, cause I said, I moved, I moved from Miami to Wisconsin when I was like three. Yeah. Me and my brother went to a little skate park cause we skateboard. <laughs> okay. There's nothing, like, like I said, there's not much to do in Wisconsin and it's flat. So you make fun for yourself. Right. So we started, we got into skateboarding. So we went to the Germantown Skate Park, met Luke, and ever since then we were best friends. And uh, just, he is like the most authentic artist you'll ever meet, I swear. Yeah. If you meet him, he's just like the most authentic dude. Just like real down there. Yeah, such a good guy. A real one. Yeah, a real one. A real one. And his art speaks volumes. Like, he, he, he has like... I swear, he has like a thousand songs, but I think he's only put like three on Spotify. North Warren Band. Look him up. Okay. He's on Spotify, Definitely Apple Music. North Warren Band. Because uh, that's where he lives, North Warren Avenue. Okay. Milwaukee. So, um, like, what are you working on next, like, after this EP? 
mm-hmm. you know, like obviously, like like I like want to I want to see what what you where you're gonna grow from here because like obviously like after every album like each one gets better and better because you mm-hmm. just keep refining your craft. So like, is there anything like you're currently working on? Or, like, are planning to work on, like, in this, like, upcoming new year? Yeah, yeah. So this album was clearly just an acoustic guitar and my voice. It was just, like, a singer-songwriter, Lumineers vibe-ish. Mm-hmm. Lumineers low production. Like, I like that. I listen to a lot of them, too, actually. But uh, I just, like, wanted to do, like, a real low production. Just, like, simple little EP. Give people a little taste of my voice. A little taste of, like, my finger-picking style. Yeah. But uh, I'm really going to get try to get, like, a... I'm going to do another, like five seven song EP. I, I definitely get another small project before i do a a big album mm-hmm. i want to get a music video or two in there well like cold pizza and cold pizza and coffee ring ring out for a little but uh i want to get like um i'm gonna get like some really nice because i want to express my guitar like electric abilities yeah so i want to like, get like an actual band be expecting okay. some like alternative rock if you guys ever listen to sticky fingers yes be expecting some like vibey alternative rockish music too like i'm gonna do like a big alternative album or like indie alternative indie so very diverse very open-minded is what i is what i gather Mm -hmm. in terms of like where you want to go musically yeah that's yeah that's that's awesome because like you know then you're appealing to such a bigger audience like yeah there's so many other people that like you can connect with Mm-hmm. And, like, that would, like, and, you know, and it, and it dir- diversifies, like, your community and, like, the experience. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I might, like, drop a classical guitar album, too, for the classical guitar fans, because there's a lot of classical guitar fans. Right. Mm-hmm. I, myself, included. All the juniors and seniors uh, that get the classical guitar degree that I'm going to get, like, good-paid gigs. So yeah. I'm excited to see what that, what's, what's up with that when I'm a senior. Yeah. Now, like, how often... Uh, would you say, like, in this next album, like, you might collab with somebody, um, in terms of, like, doing a song, or even if it's not for this next EP, um, but just, like, doing something on the side? Probably no collaborations for a while. Yeah. Unless it's, like, somebody really close to me, probably no collaborations for a while. Just want to focus on your craft. Yeah, I just really want to focus on my, focus on my music. Yeah. I don't want to get it twisted with, like, a... Especially with image or sound, that's not really me. I mean, like, I'm definitely down to, like, record people because I'm, like, really into the engineering thing. And I'll, like, uh, not necessarily collaborate as in, like, being on the same track. But if somebody has, like, a track and they don't want to... Somebody's trying to charge them and, like, somebody needs to come to the studio, I'll definitely be down to recording somebody for free. Like, okay. and, like, that yeah. type of collaboration. But as in, like, music-making-wise, I am, uh... Very supportive. Um, uh, yeah. I'll support somebody's craft and stuff, but, uh, as in my own craft, I in the own music that I'm gonna have released I would like to keep it uh, pretty much just me for a while yeah mm-hmm. people definitely get behind the local scene because I get that's what I've seen mm-hmm. and like I've seen that a lot in the music industry too um, like what, what's your take on that yeah I mean there's like I definitely experienced that because like I noticed that most of the local musicians and I experienced this myself because when I dropped my I just dropped my EP and I had a lot of people text me with support and love and uh, a lot of people just were very supportive, got a good amount of views, a uh, good amount of organic, organicness, organic growth on it. <laughs> and uh, I experienced a lot of friends in Wisconsin that dropped music and it's just like, 
there's one like I, I swear I think there's about I can name like twenty up and coming musicians in Pittsburgh. Yeah. And uh, I there's like one artist that I know of in Wisconsin that's up and coming. Marshall Twins. It's a it's a rap group. They're pretty good. Okay. They're pretty good. But like, it's like a it's like the city of Milwaukee compared to the city of Pittsburgh. Like, there's just so many more artists here. And I think that's only possible because there's networking here. There's better yeah. communication. And I guarantee you, I'm not the only kid that's got some recording equipment that will be willing to record some people for free. There's a lot of people that are, like, homies that will probably help some people out. I definitely think there's some... I don't want to step on. I don't want to, like, get out there. There's probably some fake people, but I have not... As in every industry. Everybody will experience... Everybody will experience fake people in their life. Uh, but it's something you got to roll with. But I think there's a lot of good networking, a lot of good communication in Pittsburgh compared to other places. Honestly, yeah. it's like a more genuine feeling. help you help you like let's help each other type city right like, like let's grow together mm-hmm. yeah absolutely like i said earlier pittsburgh's like pittsburgh's dope i love pittsburgh yeah that's awesome so um i want to thank you for coming in um is there like any last things like you want to like give our audience like any sneak peeks into what what's coming up um or like and also like what's the best way to follow you and like stay up to date on you yeah oh you can follow me connor flayton soundcloud there's a couple connor flayton on soundcloud because in high school i uh had like some soundclouds but it's the picture uh, there's only one soundcloud that i think has music released so it's to look for the one that has colpi and pizza and coffee okay. and then um if you just look up conrad flader on apple music spotify or Instagram will pop up. Instagram Connor Flater Music. Okay. Uh, thank you for having me. Yeah. Great time. Yeah, it was great to meet you. Um everybody, if you just uh wanna listen to my EP, Cold Pizza and Coffee, it's up basically everywhere I think. Awesome. So, yeah. Lincoln Bio. Yeah, Lincoln Bio. Right. Conrad C O N R A D F L A T E U R. Be prepared for a lot of music. Cause I'm gonna start releasing a lot. Looking forward to it, man. Yep, thanks Can't for having me, bro. What yep. this new year brings for you. Thank you. Um, you too, man. It's a great podcast. So this is me signing off here from Stoop Kids in 412. Again, just want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year and an everyone this wonderful holiday. So you can see you